Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City Rehab Up here on the Rob Has a Podcast Network. I am one of your hosts, Maggie Morgan, and I am back in my childhood bedroom here because I had to travel home early to escape the storm. Uh, but I am with the one, the only, the absolutely incomparable Mr. Jacob Jones. How are you, Jacob? Maggie, let's cheers to that because I leave tomorrow. So I'm like, fingers crossed. Everything goes off without a hitch. So, yeah. Yeah, my parents, I got a panicked text on Monday morning from my dad that was like, (laughs) change your flight. I'll pay for the difference. Like, change it. So I came back yesterday. I know like um, airlines are giving out like vouchers um, and stuff like that. But yeah. Yesterday I had a... Yesterday, I had a friend who was on a Delta flight, was in his seat, and they came over the loudspeaker and they were like, we are so sorry, but we need somebody to give up their seat. We're offering $2,000. And he said, why? Yes, I would like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that you're able to make it home safely without a hitch, without a bunch of flight changes. I I mean, but if I can get... $2,000. $2,000. I mean, going home to Christmas, <laughs> yay. But I mean, $2,000, I would definitely take that to the bank, cash it, fax it, put it in my savings to go. But Maggie, I am ready to, ready to talk about this train wreck, travesty, desperateness. What is happening? Maggie, this is a shit show, a, a train wreck, and I don't know what the hell is happening. 
this is embarrassing. Like, honestly, I feel like the only two people on the show who are worth a, a damn right now. Are like, like, what planet are we on right now? You know? Yeah. Wait, can you repeat that one more time? I think you froze. Sorry. Um, am I back? Am I good? Yes, you're back. Hello. Okay. I'm on my parents' Wi-Fi. Um, I'd like I feel like the only two people on this cast right now who are worth a damn are Lisa and Heather, because they're the ones who get in their confessionals and they're like, what planet are we on? Like, did I just step into a time warp? Like, what like when they were at that dinner, not to jump too far ahead, but when they were at that dinner and Jen was screaming at everybody and she's crying and she says, you know, the only person that I feel solid in my relationship with right now is Angie K. And Angie was at the end of the table like, yeah, as though Angie did not just get in the car and say that uh, Jen was going to jail for defrauding the elderly as well as her family. (laughs) Maggie, this... I'm in disbelief that these are grown women. Yeah, it, like, it's bad. Watching episode 10, 11, and 12, I legit thought I was on acid taking a nasty trip to a place that I don't ever want to return. Like, mm-hmm. if this, and I know we're like shit talking before we get into it, but uh, like, no, it's I am wild. I am like, what? From Jen, get off the show. Oh, I'm I'm sorry to say even I'm sorry to say Heather, I know I gave you your praises, your due deals last week. Get off the show. Lisa, get off the show. Whitney, get off the show. Meredith, you don't bring anything. Get off the show. Angie K, get off the show. Angie H. G is her name. Angie H or Angie G? Get off the show. Dana, get off the show. Recad, Dana, get off the show. Bring back Mary Cosby. We need somebody to whip these women into shape and no one is doing it. These are women desperately trying to make TV and it's coming across as very inauthentic, very ignorant, very easy, very floozy. These aren't real relationships. These women honestly don't give now. I've never seen grown women close to like or not, you know, you know, grown women keep referencing are you my friend or are you not my friend are you my friend or are you not my friend are you my friend say you're my friend are you not my friend these you are grown women i've never seen a franchise maggie that have strained the word friend so hard or are you my friend tell me you're my friend you're not my ride or die y'all are grown women you need It's a lot of codependence that's happening between these people. Like, I feel like they all, like, honestly trauma bonded a little bit with, like, how big the show blew up with Jen's arrest. And, like, they are all so codependent on each other. My least favorite thing about the Housewives franchise is that, like, I wish that they would just call Spade a Spade more. And they put on other franchises. They don't do it on this franchise, which is that, like, we are not friends. We're coworkers. Like, I don't, like, I hate it when they get in this, these horrible drop down drag out fights. And then at the end, they're like, and that's just our crazy friend group. It's like, no, you're being paid to be here. And some of y'all don't like each other. Like, that's just the truth of the matter. Like, I, I, and it's me like, you're not like Meredith. 
Meredith is at least the one who's like, yeah, um, I want peace, but not if it comes at my own expense. Like I like Meredith is at least, you know, not being like my crazy friend group. Aw, shucks, you know, it's 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 weird. And honestly, it gives me like loser energy from these women. It, like it, it really gives me loser energy from these women because I'm just like, this is like, and you, you see other franchises and you see the, I mean, cause housewives, they love to like make, you know, the women, like this is a friend group. We're focusing on this friend group, but in like in other franchises, you just don't hear yes. these women desperate, desperately wanting to be like friends desperately wanting approval from other people on the show desperately it's like it comes across very desperate very codependent very toxic as the word nice. circulating in episode 11 or 12 and it's just like do y'all not have anything else going on in y'all life besides wondering is lisa barlow my friend is her the gay my friend Jen, are you my friend are you my ride or die okay. no ngh is my ride or die no i'm your ride like get a life go Go sell Vita Tequila. Go in the beauty lab. Meredith, go to law. I want to see you in a courtroom. <laughs> Whitney, go on the street to sell your Whitney Rose products. Angie H and Dana and Angie K. And Jen, I want to see you practicing for your court of law. All of these women do better. Episode 13, 14, 15, I bet not see it. I bet not. I bet not. Because it is a desperate attempt to make TV that isn't even good. <sighs> yes. And it's okay. The thing that like really, what I will say, I love my favorite thing to watch on the shows are watch people be like so earnest about what they're doing and mm-hmm. be just like completely absurd and in the wrong. Like I wa- I love to watch someone like be like really earnestly like, so it was hilarious to me on the boat when Jen was blackout drunk and all of the girls are like partying and Lisa's like, Jen, Jen, like running around, like crying. I was like, you look absolutely crazy right now. Like you need to let it go. She's literally physically pushing you. Let it go. Have a shot. Say, oh, she's blackout drunk. She didn't even remember it later. Like Lisa, let it go. But all of these women hold on to everything so deeply and just go round and round and round and rehash and rehash. And I honestly think, Jacob, the problem is that they are squeezing this trip. How many episodes is this that we've been on this trip? Five? Four? Five? And it looks like next week we're still on the freaking trip. I'm like, I, we, this is this should have been a three-episode arc, this trip, because now we're squeezing it for all it's worth and it's the juice is not worth the squeeze. You know, I don't think any of these women are having like good sex. <laughs> Sound off in the comments. Who do you think <laughs> out of all so. these women are having the best sex? <laughs> I think probably Meredith. I mean, she's like the one that in, in most of the parts for the chaos, she was kind of like chilling, you know what I mean? Kind of out mm-hmm. of it until she got put back into it and the same damn drama got revolved again. I'm just the like, problem is. I I honestly think that the problem is that these new girls are so thirsty and the, the OGs are not sure how to like deal with the thirstiness of them. Like there were moments in, I'm not talking about episode 12 because we'll get to episode 12 and the Heather Gay black eye saga because gosh, but, um, 
Heather, like, is basically like she's like when <laughs> when uh Angie uh or Angie K at the dinner uh sits down and Lisa was like <laughs> was like uh so why are you bringing up my SEC document and Heather's like Angie it's really in poor taste to uh b- invite everybody to dinner that got me drama that got me too that me. I was like Heather get her no that got but the thing is, I wasn't like, I was like, get her, get her, get her. But I was also like, Heather, please, baby girl, y'all were just like, and like just, I mean, I, even though I didn't like that, Angie K went back and was like, oh, let me go. Da, 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 da. I did like that Heather clocked it, but I wish someone would have clocked Heather and that same. But Heather also has not been the center of a lot of. I thought I heard something. I thought I heard some movement. I heard a little something. I heard, I you, heard like uh, silverware. Is somebody there? Yes, yeah, someone is here. Yes, yeah, someone is here. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think that's so, like, Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I'm just, okay. coming, just coming from dinner. Um, okay. Uh, you know, got to get back to it after this. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but, Heather, I'm so glad you got your shit rock. Not like, Black eye. I'm so glad that you were in the center of the storm. I was about to say shit rock, but I don't might need mm-hmm. it. But I, I'm yeah, so glad uh-huh. that you were in your own shit fest, like because I have barely seen you like in the center of something and handle it beautifully. You did not handle the, like the times that you were in shit beautifully. You crumbled. You uh, 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 didn't make a lick of sense, and I lived for it. And as much my opinion for these women have changed so drastically because I just don't know what the what the hell is going on in season three. Me like, either. It doesn't make sense. Like it, it really it thing. really doesn't. It really doesn't. And I think we need a force multiplier in a reality sense, kind of like who Mary was. Who Mary yes. really didn't she really didn't um she anybody could get it. Yeah. Anybody could mm-hmm. get it. And it was a type of way where like it wasn't just like one storyline perpetuating Mary's whole career on Housewives. It was different sectors mm-hmm. and it was new and fresh constantly. And Mary says something new and fresh yep. all the time. And with these women, it's just the same recycled things that we're having to rehash. Mm-hmm. And as a viewer, it becomes like, okay, I thought we already beat this horse. No, y'all want to bring it back up. No, Meredith, you want to bring up mm-hmm. the FCC, FDD, FBI, CIA, telecommunication services on a $25,000 GoFundMe that Lisa Barlow wanted to sign up for whatever. And mm-hmm. I could really give two shits. Because as I talking know, to a person that doesn't have that much money and doesn't, like, you're talking, this is like rich people problems where yes. mundane or normal people can't understand uh, it. And it's so yes. like, okay, girls, get a grip. Like, yes. Mm, yes. And it like really is like, I don't understand. Now we're getting into things that like I can't understand. At least when we're talking about like Jen's business, she got indicted and there's like police involved and stuff, you know? So it's, you want to piece it apart more, but like, it sounds like everything that Lisa was doing was above board and just maybe like a little, she is one like, she, not as highbrow or I, it's I don't not as know. highbrow. She, you know, exactly. she probably just needed some money. She, you know, they, we, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Maggie, I don't know. We need, we need to whip these women into shape though. After this, yes, these, after this, after they listen to this podcast, they're going to be, they're going to come with it. I hope so. But okay. So we should probably start with 
episode 10. And we can just move through all of this sort of quickly because the thing is, this newest episode, I feel like had at least like a different storyline. But the other two episodes were like, it, it didn't make sense. Like we were coming off of Angie and Jen's gigantic fight in the bus where Angie basically was like, uh, you robbed me and my husband of the money that we spent on Sharif's birthday. Jen proceeds to get on the boat, get completely blacked out, fight with everybody, throw people's $2,000 shoes overboard. And by the end of the episode, she's fighting with Heather. And the only person in the world that she trusts is Angie Kay. And Angie Kay is like, Heather has been a bad friend to Jen. As though like she didn't just air Jen's entire life out to everybody not 13 hours earlier. I was like, what? on earth is happening here like what is happening maggie did you ever get whoopings when you were little no i did and i you know different people have different opinions about whoopings you know i don't know if i'm a i don't know if i'm a you know you know get a belt with my child everyone you know has their own parenting styles i do feel as though certain times in my childhood and in my preteens i needed a little ass whooping Mm -hmm. And I think something that Janet was missing in her early life was a whooping. Because I think certain shit that she's pulled off now, I don't see it being too far off from not the illegal shit. I'm just seeing some of the friendship petty lists. I'm thinking some of that could have been handled over yonder when when she was a little teeny bopper. You know what I mean? And she got away with it. I mean, she just is a textbook narcissist. Like, I i mean, I don't want to diagnose anybody. I'm not a doctor, you know, but like she is so toxic. Her energy, everything about her, you know, she went on her forgiveness tour and she went on her like she turtled a little bit, you know, like went back into her shell was like, oh, poor me, poor me, poor me when she got arrested. But like she is just, you know her behavior is absolutely abysmal. Like it, it is just so uncalled for in every possible way. And it's just so unacceptable. And I'm really glad that, you know, Heather and Lisa in the next episode sat her down and called her out on it. But then, you know, it spins out of control again. And it, it, it's just, she is, I'm so glad and we'll get to this when we get to tea time, but she is gone for good. I mean, not only because she's going to be going to jail for however long she's going to be going to jail, but um, like she, I'm so glad that she's about to be done. I mean, we can blame it on the uh, 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 alcohol and we sure will, but I think some of that is in her bloodstream as well. As well. The, the, the pure like Jen Shaw is a fool. Jen Shaw is a fool. The way she acts, the way she loves to portray this victim. And Lisa Barlow clocked it as well, saying, Jen always likes to remember what you did to offend her, but she never likes to remember what she did to offend you. Oh, Lisa Barlow, I don't give you your tens that often. But with this one, baby girl, I'm going I'm I'm to I'm give you your 10. I'm going to give you your due deals. I'm going to give you everything that you deserve because you talked her right. How drunk Jen was on the boat. I, and I get it. It's a boat. It's probably going to be your last time on a boat. Oh, I don't know exactly where she's uh, 
going to going away. You're on mute, Maggie. I can't hear you. What'd you say? Get her, Jacob. Get her. No, and I don't I don't know if if you if you're gonna have if you're gonna have to go to, you know, go on a boat to get to where you're about to go, I don't know. But this may be your last time on a boat. So Viva la vida tequila. Mm-hmm. But for you to, you can just see the blackoutness on her face. You can slumpness. Let me throw this shoe. Jen, 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 let's throw your shoes because I'm pretty sure as much money as you owe, I don't think you would want that. And Jen, you know what I wish that would have happened? I wish that when the girls saw that shoe overboard, they knew who threw it. I wish they would have put you overboard. Let's see, could you swim a little? <laughs> Since they would have gone stale. You think by pushing somebody in, in the, you think they would have? While the boat is moving, I feel like that's a federal well, crime. Well, yeah. Attempted I'm, murder. Well, I, I think it'll probably be less than what Jen is going to be serving anyways. But I don't know. They could have they could have laughed it off like they wanted to. They wanted to have fun. Like, remember when Jen poured that bottle of champ- that glass of champagne on homegirl? I just wanted it to be fun. Maggie, they just wanted it to be fun. Let's throw Jen in the pool. Yippee. Good time, girls. Jen, you need to be controlled. You can't be out here drunk, calling people all type of bitches and hoes, throwing people's shoes in there. Because if they would have sued you, Jen, you would have been out of luck. And Jen Shaw, let me also circle back. Until when Lisa Barlow tried to come and give you a hug. And I get it. If you mad, you know, just like say, hey, girl, I'm not for you right now. I don't want to be physically touched right now. I'll just bag off. But all of. Mm-hmm. Bo, get up. It's Jacob. unacceptable. Bo, get up. Literally, it's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. So we're going to need to control that mm-hmm. te- Vita tequila or Casamigos, or whatever it is. And we're going to need to... I thought this was a classy party, Maggie. And another thing that I did not like at this boat party, I did like that the other girls were just kind of paying Jen dust and dancing. Yeah, me too. Being in dry. I I did love that. Like, don't give Jen anything. But then Heather Mm -hmm. wants to get Jen at the end of the boat and be like, okay, come here, come here. I got you. I got you. And I'm just like, Heather. I know. Y'all are two grown ass women, grown ass women. Come on now, do better. Once you know better, you do better. And I feel like Heather, you know better. Jen, I don't feel like she knows better, but she needs to do better. I would love to see Jen come out of prison. Maybe she's going to prison or she's just going away. I would love to see how her outlook on life changes, but I don't want to see it on TV. Give me a blog, Jen. Give me a vlog. Give me a blog. Give me a YouTube series. Not back on this screen. Yeah. It that was, I mean, she, when she threw the charcuterie board overboard, I was like, Maggie, I, heard my Maggie, that was not a charcuterie board, that was a veggie vegetable tray. Okay, we're not gonna call it a charcuterie board, that was a vegetable somebody said tray. that in a confessional, but yeah, I, and then I mean, then they get back and she sleeps in the car for three hours, basically. Which that so woman, the driver, was like. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, honestly, like, I wonder if Jen watching this back was embarrassed. I, I, I think that she's humiliated herself so many times on national television in so many ways. Like, I... But she just, the thing is, like, this isn't new. This is who she is. Like, that's the thing. Like, how many times is she going to be able to say, like, this isn't me? Like, it is who she is. I, I think it is. You know, like, how many times does somebody have to show you their character before you believe them? She wasn't blackout drunk when she dumped the champagne on Angie. She wasn't blackout drunk when she, you know, is at the dinner uh, denying all the things that she did and then picking a fight with Heather. And that, like, I just think that she is who she is. And so then they go to dinner. They, they you know, do some um, Polynesian dancing, which I thought was really um, fun. And they had this Polynesian feast and everybody looked super fun. They sit down at dinner and, like, basically people are trying to rehash the events of the day. and. Jen gets defensive and is like, I didn't even do that. And Lisa is real upset because Jen pushed her and, and said that she wasn't her friend. And, you know, Lisa's feelings for her, which I, Lisa, it's a conversation for another time. But then it all sort of like, she just everything, you know, goes off the rails. And then her and Heather start fighting. And, and she's like, I, the only person I trust is Angie K. And, I I still, for the life of me, like that baffles me. And Angie K was like, "Yeah, I can't, I can't take up. Give give your take on that." I because I've ugh. yeah, it was a hot mess. dot com, and it started with a hot mess by having the new girl. Was <laughs> her name Angie Donna or Dan- Dana? Dana introduced the uh-huh. beef, saying, "I feel like it's tension, and I feel like we need to call it out." And I'm like, homegirl, first off, the tension really doesn't have anything to do with you. And I get you. Just try. And and I would say this was probably a producer nudge because I remember yeah. uh, Atlanta producer once told um, a story saying that Atlanta women were all out um, filming a scene 
and like no one was talking, like they were like talking, but no, nothing was popping off. They were like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a job at the end of this, but y'all probably will not have a job at the end of the season. So y'all, y'all need to like make something pop in this, in, in this moment right now, or like it's just going to be a boring ass season. And so like they kind of, you know, do that little nudge. So I was like, I couldn't be that mad at her for, for start popping it off. But I didn't like how kind of the newbies just kind of gun blazed at Heather. I thought that was a very annoying. And I don't understand where that beef comes from was at. I was very confused at that. I was like, why are y'all just kind of pointing everything at Heather? And it, it was just very confusing. And I'd never seen Heather in the line of fire like that. And she completely, I think, like folded and, and really didn't know what to do, what to do in that moment. Yeah. And also, I think like undeservedly so. Like they're poking at these little things yeah. that like, I, I just think that Heather's the person this season that everybody has decided that they're going to poke at because she's over it. You know, like she's not putting up with as much bullshit as she has in the past. But yeah, so I'm sure that she was like, what the heck? Why is everybody coming at me? You know, and then for the next day. So then the episode ends and then the next day, like her and Lisa, I, I was like, thank God for this scene. Like this is, this is the sequence that I'm like, okay, the two people who actually are our audience in sit down with each other in the morning, barefaced. And they're like, what is happening? Like, what is going on here? Everybody has lost their damn minds. This is not okay with me. Is this okay with you? No, this isn't okay with me. We don't like each other, but let's put these differences aside to get this show back on the road, to get this show back on track. You know, I feel like they were like, okay, this storyline, these storylines are so confusing and make no sense. Like, we got to talk to Jen. Like, we got to figure this out. And I really, really appreciated that. You know, then they do their whole thing at the beach, yada, yada, filler, filler. And then they go to the lunch. And I felt like the lunch, was the most real conversation that any of these women have had with one another all season. Like I felt like, and not real as in like, this is so truthful, whatever. Like I think all of the emotion at that lunch was 100% real. I think that Heather and Lisa begrudgingly sitting there and being like, I hate you, but like we have to do this together going to Jen and being like, what, this is a cyclical toxic relationship. Like this is not fair to us. Like we have been good friends to you and you keep throwing it back in our face. And then Jen, you know, spitting out, I want to give a trigger warning here. I, we should have given it at the top of the episode. I want to give a trigger warning for uh, suicide and suicidal ideation. Um, But then Jen, you know, feeling backed into a corner and then revealing this thing about herself that she had been through, like saying that she had attempted to take her own life over, you know, this Angie Harrington page. And, and then the two girls ended up comforting her. Like I I felt like I was watching, like even if the cameras weren't there, I felt like that's what would have happened. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, and I think 
and this is like such a touchy subject uh-huh. to even, but I, I feel like you could not see it in any other way other than like, I do, I, I, I think Jen felt back into a corner and she wants to be like, well, guys, understand where I'm coming from. Like this just happened mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. And like my heart went out to her when she confessed that. Mm-hmm. But I did not want it to also take away from yep. the honesty that Lisa and Heather were saying to mm-hmm. Jen to take accountability for. and. Mm-hmm. I want to give Jen something to believe that she just didn't say that to kind of escape accountability and be like, okay, mm-hmm. like let's, I'm hurting. Come, mm-hmm. come for me. I don't need y'all to keep mm-hmm. badgering me about this. I don't need y'all to paint me as this toxic person or this hurtful mm-hmm. person or all these things. Like, help me comfort me and it was it was it was hard to watch it was yeah. hard to watch in that regard because yeah. in one term a very sensitive and important and and factor that Jen you just revealed mm-hmm. but you revealed it on the cusp of you feeling attacked by people mm-hmm. wanting to hold you accountable Mm-hmm. And the they and they kind of lightly touched on it. Yes, in they did. Professionals, both they of did. them did. Mm-hmm. And I was and I didn't know if they would because Me as you know, Jen revealed that you could see in their face that they were like, okay, you know what I yep. mean. Um, and so it was just it was just this kind of Lisa tried, but, but they both tried too in yeah. the moment. You know, Lisa was like, yeah. Jen, I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. I had no idea mm-hmm. you were going through that." That isn't what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. And I would like to talk to you about that and help you through that. But that isn't what we're talking about. Um, and Heather did the same thing. And then, you know, Jen removed herself from the situation because she got overwhelmed. And when she came back, they both they all sort of decided, you know what, let's table this. Because Jen was incredibly emotional as, you know, one would be when they reveal something like that. And then we've got this sequences of them comforting her in the bus. And, and like I said, well, I thought that the way that you broke that down, Jacob, was incredibly eloquent and um, sensitive. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that you did that because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know how yeah. you said what I was feeling, but in a, in a very uh, succinct way. <laughs> um, but I, I felt like this scene was by far it wasn't my favorite at all. You know, it Mm -hmm. it was so heavy and, but it was by far, I thought the most real, like I said, I feel like that would have happened without cameras there between those three women. And like, that's why this, this franchise has been successful as successful as, as it has been for three seasons is that these three women are like the center three women. And they were just really real and real about everything like Jen's reaction was real that's the way that she she expressed the way that she was feeling in that moment Heather and Lisa's reaction was real and you know I one thing that you know with all of that conversation and then for them to go and sit at this Maryland dinner 
and for Whitney to ask one single question and be like, what did you guys talk about? And for Jen to that like, made oh. me upset. Well, oh, it was and Whitney is annoying and so lame. And we'll get to that. But like, yes. the fact that Whitney literally was like, well, what did you, was it just you and Heather talked or was it you, Heather and Lisa? And uh, Jen was like, um, well, if you must know, I told them that I tried to commit suicide. So um, and Whitney was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, I just thought it was so unfair. And not it, at all. Yeah. It was. And it just came off the cusp of a very light moment. Yes. And I feel as though like Jen was like, I want to hear how um, how um, shitting, went. not shitting. Oh, my goodness. Surfing went. I was thinking of sharks. I don't know what was going through my mind. Freudian slip. Um, Jacob's got something. Literally, <laughs> literally, the restroom. Um, uh-huh. Jen was like, "I want to hear how shark, how shark, what is it called? Surfing. I want to hear how surfing, surfing went." And the ladies, and when he was like, "Well, I want to hear like in marriage, like, well, y'all went, you know, to go eat without us, had a starving. What happened?" And then when he was like, "So did y'all like talk? Was it just y'all two? And then. She's like, well, I don't, Jen was like, well, I don't want to, re- I don't want to repeat it. It's very personal, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, like, and I think she says, was it just like y'all two or was it all three of y'all? Uh-huh. And then Jen, well, since you want to be nosy, since you like, and she kept yes. saying like, since you want to really know so bad, since you want to really know. And she looked at Whitney with a type of vindictive look as like, yes. well, I told them and it was, it, and, and it gave me the same sentiment of when it was revealed at the dinner. I mean, at the lunch with them three, because I just I felt as though. Like this whole trip has not been great for Jen. Mm-hmm. And I felt as though as sensitive and as intimate and as personal as, you know, and as her like testimony is as her as her life and the struggles that she's you know, going through is I felt as though she like wanted to get it out regardless. And I feel like it was going to come out regardless because Whitney asked a simple question, then Jen, I feel like she wanted to have the approach of offended and you want to know Whitney asked and it could be edited down. Whitney could have asked for a gajillion times. But I just don't think so based off of Whitney's reaction and based off of her Mm -hmm. initial approach and gesture and tone to the question. I felt as though Jen wanted to take offense to it, but wanted it to come out because I think. It was it was I, I felt as though when Jen said it, Jen was saying it as and, and, you know, I don't know if. I am not saying that this is this is the way it came off to Mm -hmm. me as a viewer that she was using that as sort of like a trump card, you know, and as a way to be like, stop, leave me alone, you know? And um, that is just something that is so, you know, like you said earlier, so personal and and such a sensitive topic that to use it as sort of a a way to like sort of put someone in their place is just Mm -hmm. not fair at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And kind of, I, I, um, Tyler, yes, I think, I think, yes. it, I think a lot of like had to do with just like Jan wanting to control how people come at her and throwing something as, you know, um, as sensitive as that is, it will definitely mm-hmm. shape how different people come at you kind of the remainder of the night. 
Um, And I just did not like to see that used in that moment with such annoyance at Whitney and such like, well, since you want to really be nosy right now, I'm going to tell you, you know, I just Mm -hmm. didn't like that to be used. And, and I feel as though that moment and, and, and this is Jen's own life and this is her own testimony. And I, I just wish that moment was, if that moment was shared with us, was shared in a much more delicate manner than kind Absolutely. of in the and, way that, you know, we have seen it thrown out there, you know? Yeah. And you referenced the comment that Tyler made and I wanted to read it because I think that mm. he put it so succinctly. Um, Jen's story is valid and deserves grace, but she's definitely being emotionally manipulative with that information in both examples. And yeah. I, I would agree as the viewer, that is the way that I, I felt as well, mm-hmm. um, that she was using that story to uh, manipulate the people around her because of her behavior. And I, yeah. And I wish that. I mean, and this is, and I, I want to give also like the women grace in this because as much as I would love to like hear their organic and natural thoughts to this, this is a very Uh sensitive subject where I don't feel like they would even want to express that because it's kind of like, you know, it's dealing with such a sensitive subject as, you know, and so it's kind of like, how can, how can we, but like as a viewer watching it and in both examples, it's kind of giving up the same exact thing. So it was definitely Mm -hmm. very frustrating to see a person that we want to be held accountable for their actions to kind of like constantly get slept, swept under the rug because they're, you know, they're going through their legal battles. They're going through, you know, all these different situations. And I feel like a lot of grace has been allocated to Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Jen has collected all of the grace oh, that she that that, no, definitely. Women have to give. She has sucked the grace out of them. She has literally like, come here, you and John Barlow, come here. And I'm going to suck all the, all everything out of y'all. Um, for some tickets. <laughs> for some tickets, for some jazz tickets for her and Coach Shaw. Um, and, oh, Maggie. <laughs> I want to talk about, I want to move away from this, if that's okay, if you're, yeah. if you're all good. Yeah. And I want talk about this Whitney Heather bad weather fight because Whitney she can't the the Whitney Heather fight makes so little sense that Heather is like this makes no sense Whitney explain it to me and she's like I have and you're like we don't get it what what (laughs) yeah um, bad weather is not. She's not a yeah, writer. No, absolutely, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, bad weather, no weather, sunshine, rain. They're no more. Um, and I'm happy about it. Uh, I feel like together, I did not like either of them, at least separate. I, I prefer Whitney. I mean, oh. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Heather, I prefer Heather. Yeah. I prefer uh-huh. Heather. Um, but I was kind of getting annoyed with Heather in this moment a little bit because oh. what? No, f- finish it. I was kind of getting annoyed with Heather because I felt as though uh, she was, uh, she was annoyed. And in a sense, 
I kind of could see what Whitney was talking about when she was like, well, Heather always like does this and this and this. I wouldn't and I would not be doing this at a table like if I was Whitney getting annoyed. You're doing your you know what I mean? When she went into that little like thing got up from the table. But I was like, y'all like I Whitney, I mean, Heather just kind of like listen, you're being too defensive, even though you're like, yeah. this shit is this shit is so stupid. You you've been friends and cousins with this girl for how long? So you know stupidity. You've been friends with stupidity. You've been friends with foolishness. You've been friends with childishness. What? Don't act like this is something uh-huh, Casper the Ghost and flew in and fired on. Okay? You know how to approach the situation. What I will say is that, you know, when Mary was talking down to Whitney and was calling her little girl. And then Meredith is in her confessional <laughs> saying little girl. Little, isn't that loud? And even, and even Heather is at the table talking to her like she is a teenage girl. I was little like, you know, maybe it's Whitney. Maybe it is. You know, like, and I think that Heather was being too defensive, definitely. Mm -hmm. But I still think that Heather, like, doesn't get it and isn't taking Whitney seriously because she thinks that it's all bullshit and contrived. Like, I think that Heather is like, shut up. Like, I know you're doing this for a storyline. This is so stupid. You know, like, and I, so I think that she's just over it because she, this is my take at least, is that Heather is like, I'm not doing this with you because I thought we were better than this. And you're act if you're gonna play stupid games, you're gonna win stupid prizes from me. You know? I I hear that, but also Maggie, sometimes in my mind, sometimes my friends are being illogical. Sometimes my mm-hmm. friends are being stupid. Sometimes an issue in their mind, I'm like, I didn't even think of this. Like, what are you talking about? But you have to meet them in their emotional, vulnerable state that they're in and be like, All right, I'm listening. I'm here for you. I understand. Even if it's the wildest thing, like, okay, I can see how you can think this way. I can see. I feel like Whitney wanted no parts in it. And I think that was not helping the relationship. I think it was only hurting. And I, I yeah. do think that Whitney was trying to get somewhere, but I don't think she, and Tyler said like, oh, Whitney did not articulate herself well, but Heather did feel kind of domineering and wouldn't give Whitney a little extra time to explain herself clearly. And I definitely agree with that. And that's when I was like, Heather, like, yeah. you don't have to keep like, and not saying she was interrupting, but she was like, okay, well, tell me what is it? You, you don't, I thought we already went over this. Like if, if someone is telling you, say me and you are like, in a, like not in an argument, but in a, like, a combative state, you're like, I thought we already talked about this. Jacob. Like, what are you doing? It's going to make me shut down and not want to talk to you because obviously you're not, mm-hmm. you don't even seem open to being receptive to what I'm about to tell you. I just wish Whitney was more, I mean, Heather was more susceptive to what Whitney was crying about moaning about exhausting about i i think so like but i think for heather it's like what we're best friends like and now i but find maggie they haven't been best shit about me behind my back maggie but they haven't been best friends in a couple of weeks homegirl hold on when they went to the trip heather pushed her and whitney went to the blondes at her house Whitney, Heather kicked Whitney out of her house. They haven't been kitty cat sisters in a minute. But I think that for Heather, like I, my best friend, like 
Heather and Whitney were real best friends, like uh-huh. truly. And I'm thinking of my best friend. I sometimes go a couple of weeks without talking to her or like we talk here and there. Or some weeks we talk on the phone all the time. Some weeks we don't. Like I genuinely think that Heather like didn't realize that Whitney was this upset. And also on top of that, then found out she was talking like mad shit about her to everybody and was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, I think that she, and again, and I think that she's like not taking it seriously because she thinks that it's, and and I think maybe that's the core of it is that what you're seeing is Heather not taking Whitney seriously. And Mm -hmm. we can only sort of speculate right now on why she's not taking her seriously, whether it's what Whitney thinks is that she looks down on her. She doesn't respect her, whether it's, you know, that she genuinely doesn't know and is confused and was too drunk and didn't want to deal with it. Or it's that she thinks that it's all fake bullshit contrived for the television show, you know? And I think, but I do think that like what Heather said at BravoCon and, you know, like other things that Heather has said sort of point to the direction that like Heather thinks is all bullshit contrived for a storyline, you know? So of course she's not going to entertain it on the show and she's going to shut her down in my head. That's, that's the way I'm seeing it at least. Yeah, I can I can see even that best friend analogy. But Maggie also like me and my best friend, I'm going to go see him in Nashville. We don't like talk every day. Like some again, like some weeks we don't like don't even speak. Some weeks we speak all the time. Is he like the that. one that I met? It, Did I meet yes, him? yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You met him. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go see him. I'm going to spend New Year's in Nashville. He just moved to Nashville. Oh, fine. I'm going to go see him. But say, but like it's you know, but also. Like y'all just don't see, but y'all also don't haven't gotten into an argument where y'all haven't got closure over that argument. And they have had yeah. arguments in those different times and not had a closure. Mm-hmm. Like Heather is just like, oh, let me kick you out. But hey girl, you want to come to my um choir rehearsal thing? Oh, okay, yeah, I will. And so it's still like this weird situation is looming. And I think Heather is the type of person where she has said, let's sweep it under the rug. Let's get over it. Let's move on. I love you. You love me. We're good. Mm-hmm. But Winnie is like, no, I want to like talk about and like having a person that wants to talk about every little thing can be very draining and very exhausting. Mm-hmm. But it's also a part of, you know, this girl, you know, like what she's on. And, mm-hmm. and and I think a little bit of it as well is I think Heather knows and Heather has said that Winnie is like so far up Lisa Barlow's hoo-ha or ass. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's also annoying her. And she's like, girl, don't you've been influenced by the by the bad berry. You've been influenced uh-huh. by the bad Barlow. I'm not effing with it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know. Yeah. So, okay, so bad weather has their moment. And then that brings us to the drunken fun night, which honestly like was making me laugh. Like there was the I when loved it. Jen and Heather Jen and Heather rubbed their boobies together. When it was like Lisa was in the kitchen and she turned around and Jen was just like half naked with her boobs out against the window. And she was like, I was like, <laughs> I actually cackled with her wig on still. I was cackling. I was like, this is actually hilarious. No. Yeah. But, so they're up until 5 a.m. together. And then Heather gets this black eye. Massive black eye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So this is what I want to break down with you. I've been detectiving the case. Okay. When she woke up in the morning mm-hmm. and called Jen... And her and Jen had the conversation first. And Jen says, what's our cover story? Like, what's our cover story for your black guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then they are coming up with stuff. And then Jen goes, oh, yeah, because, like, we don't know what happened. So we need a cover story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, Jen. You had a face in the car when you got the phone call. I remember the face in the car. And I think I saw that face. Oh, not the face. And the camera panned to you when all of them were like, how did you I get think that I black did. guy? Like, and she was like, I I did too. yeah, how did you get the black guy? Homie was silent. And I'm not saying they got in a fist, like they got angry at each other and punched each other. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying Jen and Heather we're definitely together when Heather got that black guy. And I, I truly, like, I don't believe that it's that Jen got mad and punched Heather. Like, I don't think that. But I definitely think that, like, they did something embarrassing. Maybe they were doing something they shouldn't have. Maybe, you know, she hit her head. Maybe Jen, like, they were laughing and wrestling. You know, like, I don't know what was going on. But the way that they were talking about how they needed a cover story and then, you know, two minutes later, we're like, Oh, it's it, so that because we don't know what happened. We need a way to explain it because we're so drunk. Maggie, I you know what I thought? Hmm. That's a good one, though. That's a good one. I thought. Initially, OK, what did you think? I was like, I don't see no one in here really, you know, decking some people in the face. I was thinking, oh, maybe for fun, you know, kind of what Lisa Rose said. Like, oh, I think Jen said it. You know, I think maybe Heather found a little daddy with a big slong in San Diego. And, the, the, you know, you know, when like you like with the with the guy or whatever. And then, you know, like, like, you know, like, they, you know, the, the, oh, you know, like they just like, you know what I mean? All right. Yep. Okay. And so, you know, maybe a, maybe a, maybe a, a BBC got in the way and deep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> But 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 why would Heather say like in a group setting with everybody there? Like I think we know what happened, but you know we're not wanting to share. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heather was being an attention in that moment. So Kept taking imbi- so glasses on. No glasses off. Glasses on. No uh-huh. glasses off. Glasses on. I think she she had too much fun. A man tapped a. On her eye, you know when men do that, you know men are nasty. Men like play around, they swing it everywhere, and then they're like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, stop it, you have to stop. I don't know, man. 
So in the comments, whose theory you know I mean? do you it, had to, it, it had to be a, it had to be a, uh, it had to be some, 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 some knocking, some okay. knocking. Well, basically the rest of the episode, we sort of already went over. <laughs> I hated the rest of the episode. I thought it was boring as heck. It was basically Heather being like, I don't know how I got this black eye and all the women being like how did Heather get the black eye and then Lisa's SEC document and I don't want to talk about that anymore that's boring I don't want to talk about Heather I mean with Lisa's FCC FDA document Meredith I don't know why you brought it up like y'all's issue is dead and gone y'all were being pleasant on the trip together y'all want to start back y'all's annoying ass argument um, from the first couple of episodes in last season I'm over it, Meredith. Do better because I know you can do better, and I expect mm-hmm. more. From you. Yep. I. Is there anything else that you want to talk about before we get into tea time? And we've got a lot for you guys for tea time because they filmed the reunion. Yeah, which I was very surprised by because did you see what Jen? Is she like released like a statement? Yeah, well, that's saying, for tea time. Oh, that's okay, for tea yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I have it pulled up. But I um I the new women on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm not real. I don't think that they should bring y'all back, even though I think they probably will. I think Salt Lake City needs a, a rebound for season four, if there is going to be a season four. Um, because I just don't think that the same consistent stagnant storylines mm-hmm. can keep running. We've seen Heather and Lisa be for so long we've seen now we've seen Whitney and Heather be good now we've seen them not be good mm-hmm. we've seen Heather and Lisa I mean we've seen Meredith and Lisa beefing and friends and so it's just kind of like we need we need a different direction so I'm hopeful I, that these upcoming episodes will deliver uh-huh. something new and I I also don't get the newbies hard on with seeking justice i don't think we yeah, need I, a captain save a hoe in this group i think all the women mm-hmm. can fight and and defend for themselves mm-hmm. and it, it, it gets kind of like and i hate because like hey you're on this show interact with women as you please but it gives very much like you know like kind of like know your role as a friend of like you know what i mean yeah. like like kind of but i hate saying that but yeah. Well, no, but you want to know who I think is has been bringing it for the past two seasons in her role you as a friend of it, Angie, Angie H. Where is she? Where was also, she on wait, the trip? Also, I do want to say that if the reason that um, because you so you know when her husband made that fake Instagram account, Shaw Exposed. And then Jen was like, hey, I need you to make a public statement. And then these recent episodes, we learned that they did not make that public statement because they talked to their publicists and their publicists were like, no, we don't want y'all having anything to do with um, Jen Shaw or anything like that. I think that's complete bullshit. I think these people are the most attention-seeking people that I've ever seen on this show. Y'all are on a show where the star of the show is Jin Shaw, but your publicist doesn't want you associated with Jin Shaw, but you make a fake Instagram account saying on national television 
mm-hmm. on national television. Maggie, I remember I said this. You could not pay me enough to admit that I made a fake Instagram account to bully some women that my wife is friends of. Mm-hmm. Or my man. Yeah. Equal opportunity lover over here. Mm-hmm. But you just couldn't. And the fact that y'all will make an Instagram post, but y'all will get on national television where it will be seen by more people. Yeah. And that I your mean, publicist is allegedly telling you, no, we don't want you, but you're on a show that she is a star of. Angie H, get a life and your husband, do better. Grow up. Go mow the lawn. Our men don't want to work nowadays. They don't want to be out there in the grass. Men, let's go back outside. Mow the, let's uh-huh, go to work. Go mow the grass. Go and get the mail. Go take the trash out, men. Don't delete Instagram. What's her husband's name? Kit? No. Daryl? I don't Don, know. Dan? Mr. H? All I remember is what Jen called him, which I'm not going to repeat. What was it? Her elf on the shelf husband. Oh, which was a read like a mother. <laughs> I was gagged. Mr. H? Go to work. Let's not play with the ladies, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's not. Next time I see you, I want to see you in a suit, and I want to see you in an office. Okay? I don't want to see you making fake Instagram accounts. Go mow the lawn. Go take the trash out. Okay? Mm-hmm. Go, play, go play baseball with your son. When you know better, you do better. And I'm telling you, we see each other. And on that note, do you want to begin tea time? Yes, maybe. I was drinking some rosé and some water, but I'm out of both. Ooh, well, I have um, like some now a little, little bit of Dr. Pepper in here. So okay, I'll try so to do fun. it for both of us. Okay, yes. This is so watered down and gross. Um, anyways, <laughs> so tea time. They filmed the reunion. So Jacob and I reported to you guys on tea time. A couple of weeks ago, that Jen was not invited to BravoCon, and she was not on the panel. That um, you know she crashed like the after parties. But Andy basically said, you know, when she was, once she pleaded, pled guilty, you know, there was nothing they could do, and, and she was done. So Jen, they film the reunion, and Jen makes this statement, and I'm going to read it. Okay, so she says on September 14th to. Uh, 2022, I was informed by Bravo executives that I was not invited to attend the season three reunion. I was disappointed because I would have no venue to confront inaccuracies and address my storyline with cast members. Out of nowhere, on November 29th, two and a half weeks ago, I was invited to attend. I was elated to learn I would now have a voice at the reunion. I I was clear with Bravo that out of respect for the courts and a standing judicial order, I would not be in a position to discuss anything related to my legal case and sentence it. Bravo found this unsatisfactory and said they expected to discuss this storyline. That expectation has no regard for me or my family's well-being. So under legal advice, I will not be attending the reunion. I need to focus on the most important thing in my life, my family. Thoughts? If I was Bravo, I would disinvite your ass too after you say you're not going to talk about the most poignant thing that we brought your ass back for in season three. And Jen, if you want to do the best thing that you could do for your legal case, for the legal proceeding, I would not go throwing people's shoes 
thousand dollar shoes off of X, Y, and Z. I would not be acting an ass on national television. So, Jane, you have a lot of things that you did not do well for your legal proceedings. Your legal counsel should have been on that ass way before now. And now they want to be, you could have wore that little dress, answer some simple questions saying, yes, I pleaded guilty. And yes, clink, clang, bang, bang, chitty, chitty, boom, boom is going down. But I wouldn't have, I, if you ain't going to talk about that, you yeah. have no really yep. purpose. Well, then why are you bringing it up every four seconds on the season to explain your bad behavior? You do something terrible and you're like, I, I, I'm just so stressed with the trial. But, okay, but then you don't want to discuss it once you've admitted guilt? Well, you heard what Lala said in the chat? What? Oh, Lala says that she heard a theory that Jen couldn't go to the reunion because maybe she did give Heather the black eye. Are Heather and Jen good? I don't know. I mean, I don't think that they were hanging out at BravoCon. Let me um, see if they follow each other on Instagram. Uh, okay. Also, somebody commented on our last video when we were talking about Angie K and the money for Sharif's birthday party. And they said that there's a theory that um, Bravo told Angie K that they would pay the expenses for the party, you know, and, um, but then they didn't promote her to full-time housewife. So they wouldn't pay the expenses. She's just a friend of, and that's mm. why she was upset. And so that's like why she was upset with Jen, which yeah, also baby. makes sense to me. Yeah. I wouldn't have promoted you either. Angie K. Yeah, I mean, what is, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, oh, they, uh, so Jen still follows Heather. Does Heather follow Jen? Let me see, let me type in Jen. Jen. Uh, um, oh, yes, she does, yeah. Wow. So. Okay, so know. we also got... The reunion dresses, okay? Yes. We are going to uh, go through the reunion dresses. If you look up, you know, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season three reunion dresses, um, there is a whole article about it on Bravo. And uh, I don't know what the the theme was. I don't you know, either. I, they drape themselves in shades of gold, burnt orange, and peach. They're, they're is that warm tones. Or no, a warm tone. No warm tones, because last okay. season was jewel tones. Okay, so the you. first one here is Lisa Barlow, and Lisa is in a Gucci dress, and her hair is much darker than it usually is. Like her hair is black. Is it? She's got a, a yeah. She's got a fake tan going on here, um, and honestly. Like, she's had two kids. She apparently eats Taco Bell every day. Her body is banging. I think she looks great. She Maybe has a good body. Style. She looks great. I think, this is, I think this is very boring. I don't think this is a reunion. Like, this is a Lisa Barlow going to go film an episode. I think this is like... Lisa is always the, boring, though, with her style. Remember last I season? Just need, when I, I was like, a, she always wears her hair the exact same way. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Now she has a... Yeah, I wish we could get some different... I, I wish... We could get something different with her. Yeah. She looks cute. She looks good, but it's not a standout. You know what I mean? If we're yeah. doing that, like Definitely. Abby Lee Miller sound on TikTok, and in last place, you just didn't stand out. Like uh-huh. Lisa Barlow, you can skate on a C, but like mm-hmm. you just you're you're not uh, Maggie. Also, oh, yeah, 
Sorry, I'm looking at the pictures, <laughs> not looking at myself. Um, and then? Yes. So next we have Heather. What are your thoughts on Heather? I don't... The shoes so and the much dress... So better than last season. Oh, of course. First off, all these women look better mm-hmm. than last season. I, I do have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the dress. I wish mm-hmm. it was pulled in a little bit more on the waist to have like a snatch look. Um, uh-huh. and I like the drapiness and I like the sleeve. And so mm-hmm. it's cute, but I just don't like the shoes with the dress. Yeah. I think that also, like, I know that it was probably like meant to be a little longer and like drapier on the bottom but like I thought that they could have brought it up a little bit on the left side um and Mm. she definitely looks better than last season I think that the styling overall is better you know like I don't like the shoes either but like it's not giving mother of the bride like it was last season so like huge huge step up good job Heather yeah step up we're yeah we're we're doing good okay so Meredith Marks Best dressed of the reunion, and I think she looks sexy, fierce, face uh-huh. beat. I don't care what she had done to it. Mama looks stunning, sitting, makeup sitting, middle part down, bad bust down, dress, taper, snatch, waist, legs showing a little. Homeworld is thinking it. In this photo, you know, I don't know in real life. I don't know, unedited. In this photo, she looks about 32 years old. Mama does. Mama so, does. And I mean, I, I would give anything to look like this photo when I was 32 years old. <laughs> Maggie's trying to read, y'all. Maggie's trying to I'm read. Not. She looks amazing in this photo. She does. She looks, I mean, she looks like a Victoria's Secret model in this photo. She looks so good. She does. And I feel like in person, maybe it doesn't give it, maybe doesn't give it to that magnitude, but the body, the dress, the, like the hair, the makeup, perfect. Yeah. Is a top contender. I would say my top two for, for best dress. And I would give her my number one spot because I really don't care for the other one that I'm about to say is top. Yeah. You so know? next is who's my worst dress here? Um, oh, absolutely. Throw it away. Trash can. I expected more. I expected better. I expected. I, what? Like the zipper looks like she's yeah. wearing a crossbody bag. Yeah. Also, mm. the, the, the zipper like goes all the way around the like the neckline. Like it is not. And it's black with this peach. Like it, yeah. it's giving like prom in 2008. Yeah, it's not hot. It's not hot at all. It is, it is, it's not tea. No. Yeah, no, at all. Um, Angie K is next. Top contender for best dress. Stunning. Yeah. Dress down, face down, hair's perfection. The dress, it looks mm-hmm. expensive and rich. Angie K, you look like the richest person on this set. Yeah, her, the corset is gorgeous. I think that she looks great. It it is a true reunion look. Like she looks like she, you know, she's dressed to the nights. Yeah. That is a true reunion look. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Dana, which I love this. I I love it. I, I do. I think that it's so beautiful. I think that 
She, her body looks amazing and she's got this cape. I, I think that she looks beautiful. I do. I feel like you can't really even see the body because there's so much fabric. I would like it more if it wasn't that much fabric. And it was, I like it from without, I like it from the corset up. Without she looks sort of like cape. a warrior, you know? I like she, know, like but it's just too, and it's just, and I just feel like you're going to be sitting with this outfit on. And I feel like the, this outfit sitting is just going to eat you up. It's just yeah. so much fat. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? I don't know. I really do Not love the biggest it though. Fan. I hope, I hope it looks better in person. You know, I hope that it, mm. yeah. Let's, we'll let's see. pray. And then Angie Harrington, who didn't even get oh, she can, an insider standing photo. Yeah, she can. She can. She can go. She can. She that dress. Like you know, she does not look good. I mean, I guess she looks okay, but it's like it. It looks like something that she just had at home and was like bought out for. Like, oh, I have to go film this, babe. What should I? What should I wear? A husband who creates Instagram to bully the coworkers. Oh, here, wear this dress. That's what it's giving. She is beautiful, though. Like, look at her skin. Oh, I mean, she babe, is, her face is her face is like sitting happily. She's just dropped a gorgeous. Like, like, it's like she's, she's there. She's stunning. Like, like stunning. stunning. Like stunning. Uh-huh. She looks kind of scary that close, but she's absolutely. And this is this is Dana, everyone. And then I'm gonna show y'all who I think is best dressed. Look at look at look at look at this. Look at this. Look look at this. Look at this. <laughs> Told you in that photo. She looks Maggie. Mama is giving mama is giving young, rich, and a husband is coming into town to do a deal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, is there anything else, you know, like tea wise that we need to get into? I feel like we've wrapped up, you know, these this mess of these three episodes pretty well here. Um, I don't think any of these women are real friends. Um, I, and it's frustrating because they don't also, they don't have to be, but I feel like they're forcing it down our throats and it's annoying. I don't want to hear the word. Agreed. Like if y'all, if y'all just like exist with each other, like y'all are, y'all don't have to keep like Lisa, when you were on the boat saying, I'm your friend, say you're my friend. It it just came across very desperate. And I know Lisa Barlow isn't desperate, but it just came across as like, like y'all are like 40 year old women saying like, Say you're my friend. Girl, mm. go and do what you do to give you the tequila on the shelf. Like, it gave very that. You know what I mean? And so uh-huh. I was just like, uh. Uh-huh. Also, Meredith had to make up for the feather suit from last year. Yeah, and she did. I just want to say, she did. She made up for it greatly. Lala. Lala says that Angie has an evil eye on the side Ooh. of her dress. What is that real Wait. or is that are you just being funny? Is it not in that picture? Let me look her up on Instagram. Oh, right here. I don't see it. You see what I'm look at me. Oh, Angie. Hey, Angie. Hey, I thought you meant Angie H. I was like, whoa, that would be so wild. No, not Angie H. Uh uh-uh. uh. NGK. But NGK looks like NGK looks like this is how a reunion should be done. Like this is literally how a reunion should be done. Um yeah, she looks beautiful. I hope that the ladies get a stern talking to after this mm-hmm. trip. 
And um, we get something more exciting from episode 13, 14. And so, Jacob, where can people find you if they want to keep up with what's going on? Because we're not going to be yes. back until the new year, guys. I know. It's just so wild. I'm, uh, people can find me everywhere at Jacob J underscore Jones. Or again, on Mondays, which I'm not going to be live with him. I need to tell him I'm not going to be live with him up until the new year. Uh, with me and Taryn, we just talk about life every Monday um, for maybe like an hour. It's just a simple like chat, a little bro-y chat. We just roll down and talk about life, my dating life, Taryn's life. And we, you know, we just figure it all out. And um, yeah, I'm going to Texas tomorrow, hopefully. Fingers crossed. You will. And um, yeah, I, I feel like I will. And um, I need to like drown some more like NyQuil. I've been, I had a like Monday, I felt like a train hit me, reverse. Yeah, I don't feel amazing on me. Yeah. And I think it's because I was like outside probably like Saturday night um, without like anything in my nose was like so cold for like an hour, like mm. just with a jacket. I think I got really sick. Yeah. Mm. Um, but you know, we're going to, we're going to be okay. Lala, thank you. Thank you guys for joining us here. Maggie, Seriously. where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram and TikTok at MLMorgan underscore. Um, I'm like going through Big Brother withdrawal. I miss it. Can you believe it? Yeah, I like no want dude. it back. I'm like, where <laughs> really? is it? I want it back. Yes. I yes. don't I, I'm kind of like I'm kind of like doing okay for some reason. I feel like, like no, everybody is because we just went like we went through extreme emotions for nine months. <laughs> but I'm just crazy, and I would, I would, I only need a couple of weeks off, Big Brother, and then I'm ready. <laughs> and then you're back, back on it. So, Big Brother yeah. Canada comes on in like March or sooner than that. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll be nice. Like we'll take, yeah. well, take our you know our break and uh, enjoy the Real House Five, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, when we come back to talk again, I hope that you guys have been enjoying this format where we, oh, thank you, Tyler. We always love having you in the chat. We love your takes. Obviously, we're like talking with you throughout the podcast. <laughs> I froze. Um, sorry. I froze. Sorry. My AirPods. I think we both did. My AirPods docked out. Oh. Oh. Um, well. Uh, we hope that you all have an okay. amazing yeah. holiday season. We hope you all have an amazing holiday season. Thank you guys for joining us. And we hope that you've been enjoying um, the uh, way that we've been formatting it this season. I know I really have been enjoying the fact that we get to come on a couple, talk about a couple episodes at a time that we've been live, being able to talk to you guys. Thanks for sticking in as we, you know, navigate how to do this uh in, in this new way and uh we will see you guys in the new year hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.